Can we go? <sighs> Welcome I mean, to Progress we're an of hour Grace, late. Po- Welcome to Progress of Grace Podcast by Mercy Hill Church. My name is Austin Harlan with me today. I have Don Terrell by me called Seth. What are we doing today? No, you can't do that. I thought that was fun. Just because this is a Christmas episode? Like, we're back. <laughs> That's what I should do. I should be We've sad. been gone for what, three Can weeks? Can I be sad the whole time? Can we, we've been gone three weeks. You want me to be, like, how you want me to go high energy? Like, you want me to go high energy? Please don't. I, I think go, he's I been preaching it. lately on another frequency. Like, he's hit. Yeah. He's hit a voice inflection that never gives up. Like, he needs some, like, herbal tea with honey afterwards. <laughs> If he's a normal and not a robot. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about just like, like it's just nonstop. He's go. Like he goes up there and just rares back and just. Well, you have to. It's re- like a freestyle rap for 57 <laughs> minutes. So like there's ebbs and flows. Of course. Not, not in a Lawson sermon no, last month. It's just peak. <laughs> <laughs> You know why though? I'll tell you why. I was like, when when is he gonna let me off this? (laughs) (laughs) I told Beth why I got pitting out shirts, my socks are all sweaty. (laughs) Him too. (laughs) True. Hundred percent. Julie just throws her pen down. She can't even finish notes. (laughs) She's lost. Uh, that's good. Uh, yeah, that kind Oh no, I have to tell y'all something that goes with this. This is right. So Dear friends, some people who sit on our row. Uh, oh, this is comedy if it's what I kid, think it is. Little kid sits yes. with them. She's around three. <coughs> Lawson's preaching a couple weeks ago. I mean, really going in. And <laughs> I remember the moment. And the, the Lawson says, go with me here, will you? <laughs> this little girl looks at her mom and said, I don't want to go with him. <laughs> <laughs> He's scary. <laughs> Scary? <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna she have just to. got up and ran to the nursery. And then drop the pin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go with him. <laughs> Welcome to Products of Grace, a podcast by Mercy Hill Church. My name's Lawson Harlow, and with me today I have Don Terrell and Blake McCullough. So, Don, what are we doing today? What are we doing today? We're back, fellas. We're, We're back. back. Been away for a couple of weeks. Today has been pre-planned, scheduled for us to do a special episode. Special. Mm-hmm. So All today. Our episodes are special. We will discuss the title of today's episode is Let's Ruin It for Them Too. (laughs) (laughs) Let's Ruin It for Them Too. Comedy. So I was thinking about it on the way here. (laughs) So I had roof rats. Yeah. I woke up a couple of nights ago. I don't know. There was a funky smell. Bro, it's so bad. In my closet. Uh, and I was like hunting the smell a couple of nights ago. I don't know. Then all of a sudden it vanished. It went away. Mm. Okay. So I was thinking a pair of dirty socks. I don't know. Could have been something. I don't know. But it went away. And then a couple nights later, I heard (laughs) little scratches. And I thought it was the wind in the gutter. Mm. And I went and I beat on the wall. And I was like putting my ear up to the wall. And it finally went away. And then this morning, I woke up to a text message from my eldest, and he said, <laughs> I'll read it to you. I'll read it to you, because you need to hear this. You need to hear the, the energy. There is some animal burrowing in the gutter outside my window. This is my reminder to talk to you tomorrow about it. It's loud. It's got to die. <laughs> <laughs> so... The, a couple of nights ago, I went up in the attic and I put two blocks of rat poison and I just put them out and then I put a mousetrap with peanut butter and bread like like I made like a... Peanut butter ball. Yeah, peanut butter ball. Little Sammy. Yeah. Little so Sammy I went up there a couple, couple nights after that and I looked, the little blocks of poison still there, mousetrap, un, untouched. Interesting. So this morning, after the notice... I go up to the attic, mousetrap untouched, both blocks of poison gone. 
Gone. Gone. Dead no rats. Like, I mean, they're big, big dude. Roof no, no, no. They're, no, I'm talking about poison. the poison. Show me the poison. Oh. Probably like half the size of your iPhone. Okay. I, I mean, you. a sizable thing. Like a yeah. mouse isn't going to... I mean, if you think about a mouse, that She's thing's like dragging it backwards, it. you know? Yeah, it's like yeah, nothing's yeah. going to do that. No, no, no. Like no. this thing's like a dog. <laughs> like it picked it up. Yeah, they're, they're Toted it someplace. <laughs> and and I'm like, Yeah, and I'm like, I something's big up there. Yeah. So I was like, well, maybe it's a possum or I don't know. You know, I pulled like three out of my roof. Really? Out of my old house, yeah. I climbed in the attic and pulled them out. There. Pulled them by hand. Yeah, well, they were dead. Oh. Like, once they die up there, you have to get them. What'd you use? Did you use poison? Uh, Yeah, we used poison. All right. So I go into the garage, mm. and I had left a block there in the garage. And I look, and it's gone. Oh. And I'm like, oh, no. You know, you all of a sudden, you get dad angry. Yeah. Oh. Project man comes out. Yeah. Everything, Everything gets canceled. Yeah, 100%. Get out of his way. Yeah. Don't offer to help. That's All right. the contents of the garage are in the driveway. Yes. <laughs> That's what happened today. Every single thing I own in the garage. Your garage is full. Came out. And a project I've been putting off for years happened impromptu. Oh, my gosh. Cleaning out the garage? Yeah, to, to search for the rat. So over in the corner, I start moving things off the back of the wall, working, yeah. my, working my way systematically to the front of the house Natural. where my garage has two windows facing the street. Okay? Yeah. In that corner is some old garden fencing mm. and some T-posts that I have mm-hmm. that I ripped up, and I didn't want to get rid of it all. So it's all rolled up. It's like five-foot garden fencing, green mesh, plastic, mm-hmm. and it just rolls up. Mm-hmm. Perfect place, right, for a rat. <laughs> <laughs> I look back there, dude. There's so much rat poop uh, piled up. That's the worst. Can we talk about rat poop on this yeah. podcast? Okay. Um, what about <clears throat> rat farts? <laughs> nope. Nope. No, we have to censor those. <laughs> Can I tell you a story? No. <laughs> this all ties in. I want to tell you a story. Don't steal my train of thought. Train of thought? Thought? It's a nuclear it's a, it's a different. It's a different <laughs> nuclear. It's, it's, it's a mixture between a trout and a thought. <laughs> all right, so I pull them all out, and I get to the last bundle. And I've got my pellet gun. <laughs> like that huge one, that rifle-looking pellet gun? Yes. And I, it, it slowly like walks around the side of the roll of garden you know fencing. You things people don't know about you? And I'm trying to shoot it, and I'm like, I'm going to shoot the window three out. Three blocks of poison. I know, but it was not. Was it bleeding out of its eyes and stuff? No. Oh, oh. I've seen one, and it was like. After I cleaned the whole garage out, <laughs> it, was just ma- it was getting an upset tummy and puking the poison out on the ground. On the car. There's little green puddles. I know. So I think the poison's expired, and I'm going. <laughs> I'm going to the hardware store after this, and I'm going to reload. And I'm going to the attic. They have to drink to... water for it to activate. Well, they have water in their stomachs. You want to put a little bowl out for them? <laughs> <laughs> like a little filling station. The point is that they leave your attic to drink the water. Well, I have a pool in the backyard. <laughs> this man's got poison like, and a bowl that says drink here above it. Golly. And there's rats with puddles of blood. Have a little Christmas him. tree, and little packages, and a little couch where you can take a nap. All right, you should give so, him a permanent nap. So I get this bundle. <laughs> Listen, I get this bundle of garden fencing, uh, and I put my shovel on the end because at this point it had crawled down the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And so I am balancing this five-foot, probably 20-pound roll of garden fencing that has a rat somewhere in the middle of it. The shovel's under it, and I take it out <laughs> to the driveway and dump it, and it still doesn't run out, dude. It's because it was dying. So I had to take the whole thing and unroll it, and it finally scurried off to and ran death. away. So I cleaned the garage. It took all morning. I found one. I went up to the attic, and I did a couple of recons, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I found one piece of poop up there. Wow. So I, I'm hoping that that roof rat was going up to the attic. Was the roof rat? Yeah, but I don't think so. It's not how that works. It doesn't. It no, doesn't work that way. Like, I still like, have, have roof rats ratatouille? right now. Yeah, they're infestations. This leads me. This leads me, Blake. Thank you. <laughs> I have seen ratatouille. And I think, Disney, I think Disney is more dangerous than we've ever thought about. <laughs> this whole thing of softening terms with LGBTQ... Rats carry diseases. <laughs> okay? Who are they? There's something more dangerous than softening actual this pest. Man, yeah, this man. Talking snakes. Mm. 
Uh, what? Whoa. Jungle Book. Jungle Book. Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Lion King. Cars. Eat you. Finding Nemo. Well, it's Pixar. Finding but Nemo. Still, it's Disney. Pixar. Still Disney. Is it? Yeah. Finding Nemo is great though. That has a shark in there. <laughs> a shark that doesn't eat meat. I mean, the real villain in Finding Nemo is is the humans. <laughs> True story. <laughs> True story. <laughs> so do Why you have are you Disney stealing Plus? my son? <laughs> right. Do you have Disney Plus? Yes. Have you made an avatar for any one of your children? My wife has. Did you know? I, somebody told me this, no joke, that you can't pick their gender unless you put that they're 18. I did not know that. I mean, the avatar on Disney Plus for my children, I think, is like the main character from Cars. I'm saying, like, if you're like, so whose avatar is it? It's uh, Blake. He's a male. He's 27, 8, 28. He can be a male because he's 28. He can be a male because he's a male. I'm just saying, that's, yeah. that's what Disney is. Yep. And it all started with Ratatouille. It did. And that rat is cooking. Yeah. Think about that. I should really like Ratatouille. Yeah. I love the movie, but after my encounter today... They soften that they they tried to cushion done. you. They tried to yeah. give you reason yeah. to sympathize. And you know, some of our listeners are probably like, "He was going to kill it." Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like, <gasps> yeah, he was going to kill it. Pearl clutching. Yeah. The last. Yeah, it's the like last... that's what they're there for in my home to be destroyed. The last time I used a <laughs> the last time I used a mask, one of those M ninety masks or whatever yeah. they're called. N ninety five. M ninety five. I think it's N. N ninety five. I was crawling through my roof, hunting for a dead rat. That ain't it. Yeah, you know, oh, bro. And let me tell you something. I had to, unfortunately, because I was trying to find it, I had to pull the mask off to smell to try to figure out where it was. Ooh. It was so bad. Like when I got close, like I, the mask did nothing. I got like full, full dead rat odor, and um, something's I had to do that coming like at three my times. I saw. So I'm I'm backing out to come here. Well, it's supposed to be four degrees, so that's not. Yes, yeah, so it's going to freeze it. But there, but there was there was a, there was a sign. A blowfly had lit onto the side of my home. What's a blowfly? One of those that's like it's a, it's not like a housefly. Like they're there. Like they got they get the nine one one nature call <laughs> that something's dead, <laughs> and they're here to process it. <laughs> Like that's what it is. Vultures They're and the blow vultures flies. of the insect. <laughs> yes, make a movie out of that. <laughs> uh, Are we ready? I'm ready. What are you reading over there? Nothing. If you, want, if you don't want to be here, just tell us you don't want to be here. No, I'm here. So, with that, gentlemen, which idiom do you want? You want them all? No, yeah, I want give, two. Give you us want all two? of them. Two. Just two. Let's but find out if the rest of this episode has holiday spirit. Holiday spirit. It's only November, but I'm already in holiday spirit. Mm. That's real. And then also, hold on. This is my favorite one. Actually, yeah. So with that, gentlemen, let's find out if the rest of this episode, Christmas comes early. Christmas came early. When something good happens, especially if it was unexpected to receive some good news, a gift or a pleasant surprise, you may also hear similar expressions such as Santa came early this year. I'm gonna just elevate your blood pressure. I was thinking you were gonna do one of naughty or nice. Oh, let's try that. Try that one out. We'll find out if this episode's naughty or nice. I'm here for it. <clears throat> naughty or nice. An idiom. Referring to Santa Claus is checking of the list <laughs> twice. <laughs> I'm sorry. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, so there's been a lot of um, hand wringing on the socials I've seen. I feel like it's just on a social. You think? Yeah. How about this whole, are you canceling church? Yes. Are you not canceling church? I feel yes. like the rest of this episode, we have to. As the premier authorities <laughs> wade off into this. I mean, if orthodoxy is in debate. the room, you've got to ask them about right. it. Right. If we have the tip of the spear, we have it to jab with. <laughs> 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 it 
it's here to draw blood and Amen. inflict pain. Lawson, get it off your chest. Say Let's it. ruin it for the rest of them. No, no I want to know what y'all think about this publicly. Publicly? Publicly. All right, so this is where this all tied together in my brain because I was... Publicly. I was watching... Maybe the Grizzlies were on Saturday night mm-hmm. before Sunday. Was yeah. that right? Yeah, the Did Grizzlies weren't on, though. They were off. Man. Yes, they were off, and they lost. Yes. And I was like... You know what? I bet you there's somebody that is so emotionally wrapped up in oh, yeah. this game that they can't bring themselves into the public arena tomorrow mm. because it was such a, from a high to a low. And then it reminded me there was a guy at my prior church when I was a kid who he was known for being a super fan of a team. And the whole church knew that if, if that particular team lost, he wouldn't be there. That's trash. Mm-hmm. And like everybody was like, it's the funniest. You know, it was like a big funny joke. And I'm like, that's in hindsight, that's super messed up. That's super so I think mm-hmm. that's the same energy, my opinion, Yeah, that ends up happening with, oh, Christmas falls on a Sunday this year. Mm-hmm. We'll cancel it. That I don't am I like that's where I think it is. Like I think it's it's laughable, bro. Like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I don't. How is it? How is it accept? Like, how do the people accept that? Yeah, I think it's it's merely a symptom of a larger ecclesiological problem. Wow, I like when you use big words. <laughs> I mean, is it not? Like I think no, that, that the biggest argument I've heard is well. We'll have a lot of volunteers doing a lot of stuff on Christmas Eve, and we want to give them a break. And it's like, this just feels like a, you know, like I'm all for giving volunteers a break. Like I think we should give volunteers breaks. They they serve. They should be able to rest. Right. But like I'm I'm struggling with like how your church gets to the point where you can't do the thing you do without. Like hurting a bunch of volunteers or like making a bunch of volunteers work super hard. You know what I mean? Like it's that's just a symptom of a bigger problem, which is that your seemingly your Lord's Day gathering is not what <coughs> is not simple or or, you know, clearly focused on the main thing. I don't know. Like I, I understand like you can be a super godly church with a lot of moving parts as far as like caring for like if you're a big church and you're caring for babies and like all that kind of stuff i get it and you're saying that the infrastructure volunteer infrastructure brings it down yeah no like so instead of like crippled on a sunday they're saying let's let's avoid the problem yeah have it and i can sympathize with needing volunteers and feeling like you can't get them right but I don't the know. solution can't be the solution can't be well we're just not gonna need water. yeah and I mean I think I don't know why you would <clears throat> take Christmas Eve over Christmas other than just for cultural reasons mm. or for convenience mm. but I don't so here's where I'm like I'm, I'm fine with like disagreeing about it I think what has upset me about people who we agree with on Twitter is that like there seems to be like an elevation of it to orthodoxy that I'm not I'm not ready to to break that down what does that mean like to be like I'm I'm all for saying like if you aren't meeting on Christmas like I have serious concerns about right about the way your church is structured but I'm not saying that like you're not a Christian if you if you're you know a I mean? member or you're involved in the decision making tree yeah. of and that's the result. Yeah. And I feel like there I don't know that anyone's saying those words. I'm sure there is someone saying those words, but like I feel like, like that's a little the spirit strong. of the conversation. Yeah. It seems to be bent towards that way. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. Awesome. So I'd put this in two different categories. Okay. Category one is the church as a whole. Category two is membership. Okay. Okay. So category one. <clears throat> now let's get category two first. 
Category two being membership, being congregation. Um, we we realize as a general rule that there are who's we. Uh, sorry, I think we as elders, and I think we as leadership of churches who are going to meet on Sunday. I think okay. I, can, I, I think I can make that blanket statement. Okay. We understand as we do each and every Lord's Day that there are reasons why you might not be here on Sunday, mm-hmm. right? Like my guess is that this Sunday will be low in attendance. I'm not. I'm not mad about that. Yeah. Like I'm really like like between tr- like if if I wasn't if if I wasn't preaching right if I was a member here and I wasn't an elder and I wasn't serving, the odds are that I would travel. Right. I would travel and I would probably be with my family or something like that on yeah. Sunday morning. Th- that's 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 normative, right? Mm-hmm. So like same thing for Thanksgiving. The Sunday after Thanksgiving is normally low is is attended lower than other days. That makes that makes perfect sense. Like there are people traveling, things like that. Again, this is not to undermine the priority of corporate worship. I think you should prioritize corporate worship above everything else, especially as a general rule, mm-hmm. right? Like again, if you're sick, please don't come. Right? right. There there are reasons not to attend. I I think the reasons to terminate uh, congregational worship as a whole for every individual in your congregation is far and few between. Yeah. And I assure you that it's not an observation of the church calendar. Yeah. Like that, that's, so that's where I am. So in regard to membership, like I understand there are going to be members who are going to be traveling. There's going to be a number of reasons why someone might not be here on Sunday morning. Yeah. That's its own category. Leadership. Why do you make that its own category? Because we did, because frankly, because I treat this Sunday as every other Sunday. Mm. Like they're category, like if this coming Sunday is Christmas day, last Sunday, there were people who weren't here. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go knock on their door and be like, hey, why do you not prioritize the Lord's Day? Unless, unless there's like a pattern, a pattern, pattern right? Like, the Lord, so. and then and, and there's, and, and to be honest with you, I think every church has this. There are people who demonstrate a pattern of this and we need to address those patterns. Um, and so like in the addressing of those patterns, it's not going to be like, hey man, why didn't you come to church on Christmas? I'm not, that's not a question I'm going to ask. <laughs> right. Right. It's like, Hey man, you haven't been to church in a month. Why have you not been to church in a month? Mm-hmm. Um, like those are those are questions that need to be asked. I, that's that's the whole thing. It's like to me, it's consistency. Like if I'm gonna be, if I'm gonna be, if I'm gonna check on everybody when they're out on last Sunday, my my terminology is gonna be the same come this Sunday. Mm. It's like I'm not I'm not shifting with oh it's Christmas Day therefore I'm gonna be more dogmatic because here's the other side of this. Like Blake was saying. I think that some could make this a test of orthodoxy like, oh, well, you really don't love Jesus if you don't come to church on this particular Sunday and pick the Lord's Day over Christmas. It's like, well, maybe let's not do that. Um, Like that, and and I would say that it would be a great danger to say, ah, look at me, you know, Pharisee and the tax collector kind of thing. Look at me. I'm here on, I'm here suffering uh, and being here on Christmas Day. Well, that's massively problematic. Mm-hmm. Like, come to church because it's the Lord's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reality is, nothing's going to be different. Like, the way that we're going to worship on the Lord on this, per, this coming Lord's Day is not going to be distinct. I'm pressing on in Romans. I'm really excited about my text. Um, and my text is Romans 15, is where we've been. So, can I ask a, a, sure. a quick question? Yeah. Before you go for assuming, your second. Assuming that it's quick, yeah. Well, this is a podcast. We have to fill up about an hour. Fair. So, <clears throat> let's say someone does skip church. Yeah. Okay. And they're doing the whole family thing, and they're not attending church as a family someplace else. It's yeah. It's just swapping gifts at the house. Yeah. Do you think, do you think there's, I mean, that's a bad question. What's your thoughts? I think it's ill-advised. What's your thoughts, Blake and Lawson, about <clears throat> having a family worship? No, sorry, no. Before, hold on. hold on, let me finish my question. Oh, sorry, I already okay. knew the answer. You, you change, but you changed the question. No, I know. I know. Yeah, okay. I said, "What do you think?" And then yeah. I'm, I'm painting <laughs> okay. the picture. What do you think about this? How yeah. does this make you feel? What's your thoughts okay. around missing church, spending time with family out of town? Not going to the local church, but having having a devotional, a family worship before you, let's just say before you, what would be the cultural norm before you eat and open gifts? Sure. Is that fair? Okay. I think your addition of out of town. Dramatically changed the whole story. Hmm. Yeah. So Lawson. Does it? Yeah. Lawson, did you speak before you should have? 
<laughs> he, he added the question. He changed the question when he went to you. Uh, you you I think the out of town fundamentally changes it. It does. Change it, yeah. I just don't see the merits. And we've talked about this on this program before. It's harder for us to see the merits of like going randomly one off to a church that we don't. Yeah. Haven't covenanted with. <clears throat> right. Uh, like versus having family worship. Like I think that I would probably be more edified by family worship in that situation. That's fair. Uh, yeah. But like, yeah, that changed the question. Okay. So like if I were to, to maybe go back. What did you think I was asking? I was painting the picture of where like home you're bound, how, you're cho- home, choosing not house. to yeah. Got you. And again, I think it's ill-advised. I'm not going to go like, Again, like this is not a you're not snatching. Uh, yeah, it yeah. just comes back to me, like as a father, you know, like everything that I do as a father is is teaching my children something about what I believe and yeah, and that's what yeah. I would yeah. So my my thing is, and I actually had a conversation about this with a guy earlier, but the 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 replacement of like family worship for Lord's Day worship. So I've ever told y'all that when we when Mercy Hill started, y'all both weren't here for this. But when Mercy Hill started, before we really got rolling, I had this like idea. Gosh, it was such a bad idea. I'm so grateful to the Lord for protecting me from my stupidity. Um, that I was going to do like, hey, you can. That's have, why he brought us here. Well, y'all came. This this was before. This was, <laughs> I always love the snarky jokes. I was going to say one too, but I'll let that. Uh, but like, I was like, <laughs> people oh, always we'll, think we're picking on him. I was like, oh well, we'll we'll let dads lead their family in the Lord's table. That's a terrible idea. Yeah. It's an absolutely garbage. It does two bad things. Number one. It's pretty I, patriarchal of you. Well, I, I mean, like, I, I stand sounds by like that some one of that. you had about latex gloves. Stop it. During the pandemic. <laughs> this man. <laughs> Only if dads can like put the wafer into their children's mouth. Please stop it. All right. <laughs> this is so weird. Okay. But, but anyway, it's like there's, there's an idea like you, you having family worship at the house is good. It's good. Right? <clears throat> is it a replacement for the church? No. Not even in the zip code, um, and so that's what that's what I just I want to be careful that's to emphasize. But here's but here's where I would say like every Christmas day, right? For I don't know, I'm 32 for 30 years or or maybe a little bit more, but um, I have had Luke two read to me by either my grandfather or my stepfather before. We open presents, we read through that, and we pray together, and then we'll open presents and do the rest of that stuff. Mm-hmm. I, that's good. Like, I think yeah. that's a good, honorable yeah. thing to do. Is it a replacement for the local church? No. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. And so... My fear would be that it, it's, an, it's an attempt to somehow placate or amend... Affirm. The true void yeah. and the absence, yeah. yes, of, yeah. of that. And like, Blake, what you said about teaching my children, you know, it's like... Like I, I, I'm okay to just, if I'm missing church, just to miss church. And, and you know what I'm saying? It's like, I've spent a long time in my life, like going to another church while I'm on vacation, trying to amend that. And it just is like, what am I doing? Like, I feel yeah. like I'm watching something else third person. A hundred percent. You yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it just never, it never equated to like the true depth and value that I experience. I want to air quote that word, right? Yeah. The, the feeding, right, that I get at my local church. Yeah, the only re- the only time that I'll do that is if I have a prior connection with that church. Yeah, that's fair. Like if I, like, because I mean, but, but for me, I think that maybe I've got friends in ministry that I can go hear, that I can go see, you know. So like it when still I- still feels like you're- Oh, you're a third party. Watching something You're a third else. party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. we went to, we went to- uh uh, and I'll name the church, a great church, uh, Grace, uh, Grace Community in uh, Jackson when we were there for Johnny and uh, Carrie's wedding. I went there. It's a wonderful church. Um, I was grateful to be there. The preaching was good. The music was good. The whole, it was just a, it was a wonderful time. I was not a part of that church. Yeah. That's what I, you know, it's like that, that's how that works. And so yeah. there's something key missing. But I also think that a lot of people don't recognize that because it's missing where they are. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like I'm, yeah. All right, you had two categories. One was category for the covenant con- membership, and then and then the the leadership of the church. I, I think if you're canceling, if you're canceling service for the entirety of the people of this God, this is when we can let the hounds out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you're if you're <laughs> so if you're if you're canceling, if you're <laughs> got blood in the water, boys. <laughs> so if you're canceling service, you're playing a dangerous game with the souls of your people. 
That's really where I am. Uh, and and I, I came to, so. So you said canceling should be few and far between. Yeah. And it I, shouldn't be connected, if I'm quoting you right. Yeah. To the church, church calendar. calendar. No, 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 no. Or the culture's calendar. No. And, and I mean, I think there are moments. What, what are those moments? Yeah, they, they, have been, I, they have been far and few between. You know, it is interesting, like, all right, I'll say this, like, we, we canceled, I think, with the vast majority of America during, um, during COVID. Hindsight being 2020, I wouldn't have touched that with a 10-foot pole. I mean, I even wrote a blog about not canceling, and then I got a call from like three or four other pastors that were like, hey, man, you need to consider, like, please don't be bullheaded here. And I was telling somebody the other day that there's a mixture, you know, there's you want to lean on old age for wisdom, but every so often you want to lean on young and bullheaded. Like every, you kind of need a balance. And so, you know, hindsight being 2020, I wouldn't have touched that. But again, that's what hindsight. You mean by that? You're, that's you're saying you wouldn't have touched that. I, think I, I wouldn't have. I would, or I would not have canceled. I, I think I, though, I would not have canceled. Hindsight no, also being twenty twenty. Be, yeah, but it is hindsight. But right. we also were not prepared. We weren't prepared to think about having church other than in the in that room in those chairs. You know what I'm saying? Like I think that there would have there would have been from the beginning. Even if we were like, I don't know if we should be in the same room together. Like we figured out outside church, and we figured out like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I hear I'm you. saying, I think that yeah, but we got there through trying to amend, yeah, and substitute through digital means, right? And it was which, which, it was, which we explicitly said over and which over just again was is like, not just yeah, yeah. I yeah, agree. It was, like, it was like kissing your bride with the veil down. Nobody yeah, wants that. Sure. Yeah, they're just yeah. eating crackers with no cheese. Wow, bro! Yeah. It's like eating pork rinds with no dust on them. Okay, exactly. So, <laughs> so anyway, the the reasons to actually cancel service, like historically, there are means by which you are providentially hindered. So, like weather at one point, I think weather even to this day, yeah, is a is a reason that you can say, hey, look, we we can't attend. I was having a conversation with a guy from Illinois, and he was like, yeah, we have like the police will pull you over and send you home right now. That that's how bad the roads are. It's like there's. We're, we're not meeting today. Like I, I, you know, and I think that that's a reasonable ground to do that. Um, but so, yeah, so I feel more at ease saying that's an arena to have family worship. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when you're like, yeah. you can't get yeah. to church, you can't come to your local church. Like you actually cannot, you right. are providentially hindered from right. coming. Yes. Um, but my thing is when we cancel services for the church calendar, this is what I, I text somebody. I said, yeah, when the church calendar gets in way of the church's calendar and it's like with, with, with the church calendar of Christmas or Easter or whatever else, like in the midst <laughs> of those. Thank you. Lawson. Wow, bro. Um, God, thank, smell them, thank you. Thank you, Sharon. Um, this is the pastor's parlor. But, uh, all of us, I just opened up our peanut butter cups. Shout out, <sighs> amen. They say my I name. They literally say my name on top We're of them. We're equal in authority. All right. Different so, in <laughs> responsibility. So, claw your way back. That being, that being the case. Are I, these frozen? Oh my God. No, but they are like really crunchy. Yes. With that being said, there is, there is never a reason to cancel Lord's Day worship because it fell on a particular cultural holiday. There is even less reason to cancel Lord's Day worship because it falls on a holiday where most people are celebrating the Incarnation, where many people are celebrating the Incarnation, or at least saying they are. Justin Peters wrote this article about Santa Claus <laughs> and Christmas. It was like... I mean, his position is like it's linked to, like actually Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Okay, you you did we do this last year? Did we? we did this a long time ago yeah, before yeah. Blake was full time on the program. Yeah. Oh, we got our budget right. Mm-hmm. We can afford you now. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about that? What do you think about drawing a line in the sand? A line in the sand on what? On on like Christmas can't be redeemed. <clears throat> like oh. you're saying, like give up on it altogether. Yeah, give up on it altogether. No, no. no. Why you say that? Because he likes presents. No, no, no. I do like presents, but but no. I mean, I, if there's a if there's a point in the year, like like if you actually are meditating more deeply upon the incarnation right now, praise God. There's not. You're not going to hear me be frustrated about it. Um. What? Yeah. But like, if if you're like, let's burn the whole thing to the ground, 
then, <laughs> then, I, then I mean, I, you know, burn the whole thing to the ground for yourself. That's fine. You can do that. We'll call like, you Ebenezer. Yeah, like don't be mad that I have a Christmas tree. I mean, that's kind of where I am. Like I, I, I don't see a need to say, let's just let's remove it all in tota. Instead, let's let's recognize that there are cultural norms, and those cultural norms are not innately sinful, and that's perfectly fine. I think we need Unless to be they like are Presbyterians. You know, like Presbyterians just love being miserable around Christmas. <laughs> and, you know, like they'll be having like midnight church or like 11 p.m. Christmas Eve church. Like, I think we should get together at 11 p.m. on Saturday and just not leave here until noon Sunday. <laughs> hey, hit me one more. Cool, Blake. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but let's talk about Santa Claus. This we is the did. most relaxed episode. What did I say? What did we say years ago about Santa Claus? You know, I said some pretty strong stuff about it. I remember listening. Did we? I don't remember. But my pretty much disposition at this point is <laughs> the orthodoxy's changed. <laughs> I don't know if orthodoxy's changed. <laughs> I just care so little about it. Like, I'm, there are things I'm not doing with my family. And there are things that you might do with yours. But I'm not going to get in a fight with you about it. This is post-Romans 14. Lawson. Yeah, yeah, it's a different kind of... Yeah, but I also think, like, on the heels of that last episode we did, anxiety. <clears throat> sure. I, I, I think a lot of what we do... Causes a great deal of anxiety. Causes oh, a, a great deal of anxiety. All right, let's talk about that then. Like how we look, how we and do Christmas. Yes, and it's fueled by guilt, which never gets you, you ha- very you far. Hate, you hate this. We need to do a full episode on fueled by guilt. Yeah, because you hate yeah. it so much, and it'll be worth talking about. Yeah. All right, but let's. And then it, it just gets to the point where it's like, I, I got to like get ready. I got to get ready. I got to think of the most wonderful gift. Or gifts. Because it's a social contract. To give. A social contract. I'm saying not even a social contract. If you're like a true gift giver with nothing in return, and you're just giving a gift. Like you have to be impressive. Yeah. And it's like, I find myself thinking about the person and the gift mm-hmm. up to that moment. And that's, like, if we're just honest... I'm not dwelling on the incarnation mm-hmm. simultaneously mm-hmm. involved in that cultural norm. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, we want to make it holy, so I tack on... You baptize it real Luke quick. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm with Which you. Which took 30 seconds to read. Yeah. And then it's like, all right, but the whole season has been spent exhausting oneself. I agree. Over what you're going to give or get yeah. or if somebody somebody comes out of the you know yeah because around christmas i don't get any more any more questions about the incarnation i get like hey bro i got a 20 dollar budget for you what you want yes i would love you know what, nothing would make me happier if i got text <laughs> messages like starting at thanksgiving it's like hey man can we talk about hypostasis <laughs> it's like yes we can talk about hypostasis let's do it like what if that was actually christmas like if christmas was Is that like, a disease i don't that's what Christmas is to me. I get that. So, so let me read this tweet. Okay. Now that we've established what Christmas really is, our experience. <laughs> the cultural norm of Christmas. Yes. We'll call yeah, it that yeah. one. Yeah, sure. Christmas was Satan's worst nightmare. God and Christ came to reverse the curse and set, cap- and set captives free. Which you wish he would have said the incarnation yeah, was. Yeah, because ah, is Christmas a doctrine? Christmas isn't a doctrine, No, bro. the incarnation it's not. is. The incarnation is. That's where I'm at. Yeah, and that's perfectly that's reasonable. Yeah. Why is that? Per- All right. Why is that perfectly reasonable? Because, like, if we, if we, like, if Christmas is speaking of the incarnation, then that tweet is absolutely true, right? But the issue is Christmas is not actually a, a, like you mentioned, it's not a doctrine. The at least our mind thinks about it as a season, as a cultural event that takes place. And in the midst of that cultural event, we can say with great certainty that that cultural event of Christmas was not Satan's uh, most dreaded moment. Uh, you could even one could say. Sorry, my seat's making noise. It was the beginning of the end. For what? Satan's the incar- the incarnation absolutely, yeah. but I'm saying like the season itself is not a recognition of 
of a first and foremost the incarnation. But like you would hear things, right? Like Jesus is the reason for the season, like that type of statement. Right. And it's like, well, I mean, can we what do you mean? And and if that's the case, if he's the reason for the season, why is he not also the the centerpiece of the season? Hmm. Like that's kind of where I get. It's like I came to a wedding, right? I came to a wedding. I came to see the couple. And really throughout the entirety of that wedding, the centerpiece of that wedding, including the reception, is going to be the couple. People are going to be making their way to the couple. They're going to be speaking to the couple. They're going to be giving gifts. They're going to be trying to take pictures. Christmas is like you came to the wedding and then you spent all the time with somebody else in the corner of the room. Like you're not actually participating in the centerpiece and the focal point of the wedding. I know in the, the gift. Phase. I do that at weddings too, though. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> you know, just like... Yeah, yeah. You know, like you go to a wedding and it's like the only people you know there are the bride and groom. And you're like, I don't know what to do with the rest of these 150 people. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's weird. (laughs) Anyway. But you're not showing up to that wedding with a gift for... That's true. Somebody else. <laughs> to Bob in the corner. Hey, Bob. <laughs> hey, Bob. Hey, man. I've been thinking about this for the last 30 days. I hope you love it. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the issue. That's where I'm at. Why can't, we just use, why can't we just use the incarnation? We can. I mean, you can email Dustin if you want. I don't want to be that guy. He's so sweet. He's he the is. nicest he's guy on just Twitter. Like, yeah. And Dustin just, Binge is the nicest guy on Twitter. Everybody he's just affirms a sweetheart. This. Yeah, he's a sweetheart. He should feel good, uh, primarily because we have a policy that we only uh, use dead men's books, but we use Dustin Bench's book on the love. <laughs> I told him that through a through a mutual friend. Ah, and yeah. he was honored. Good, really. He yeah. should feel honored. He, he was honored. Not, uh, that's who. That's how he found out. Yeah, yeah. We don't talk about that though. Um, I feel like this has been the episode that you do. Like, like this is this episode is the same thing as the day at school where you have the pizza party, where it's like, yeah, we're here to do something, but really we're here to eat the pizza, eat <laughs> yeah, pizza yeah, which party. I think <laughs> is in itself a microcosm of Christmas. <laughs> you know that, like everything around Say Christmas less. is like, don't, don't everything like no around cap. Christmas is just is just different and impromptu and like all. Relaxed. Relaxed. It's relaxed? All right. So if you could have, if you could have Christmas. This is the ping pong episode. No, it's not. If you could have Christmas your way. way. Okay. Think long and hard. Okay. Don't offend anybody. Okay. Think long and hard. Okay. (laughs) What would that that look like? Let Blake go first. What would that look like? Do you want me to go first? What if every Christmas fell on Sunday? Good or bad? Be lovely. It would be like Thanksgiving. It's always the third Thursday. Yes. I'm here for it. I'm here for that. Since I don't preach most of the time, that would work. Sarah would, would hate it if I like, if I... You got next year. If we're at <laughs> church every Sunday, every Christmas on Sunday, and I was just not sitting with her ever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where would you be? Like if I was be, preaching. Be preaching. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Beth won't let me sit with her on Sunday anymore. Well. Because I, I, I'm... Rowan always, you're a sweaty mess. No, because Rowan wants to play if I'm back there. And uh, like she's gotten Rowan to be pretty good during during worship as long as I'm preaching. But if I sit back there, I ruin it. She says that Rowan wants to play. Maybe she'd view you as more of an authority figure if you were giving out the table to your family. Oh, I'm uh, if I had Christmas my way, bro, I'm be honest, you, it wouldn't even exist. It would wouldn't it? exist. <laughs> I know that's terrible. Like, why, so why is that terrible? Why do you think that's terrible? Why do you think that will okay, so, not land so well all, with the people? So first of all, well, why, oh, because I think they would view, I think some would view it as a robbery of joy. It's not, a, but like. You think, you think you're over parsing it? I don't think so. <laughs> I, I think, Drew, stop looking at me like that. Um, I think that, I'll say it this way. <laughs> I vastly prefer normal and ordinary over a month of chaos. And to me, and to me, to me. Yeah, you got a major on To that, me. Because you also hate vacation. I'm going on vacation January and I'm pumped about it. I know, but like you don't, by the end of it, you'll be like, man, I really would like to be home in my jeans in earlier. my office. Yeah. So I actually tried to cut my vacation one day short <laughs> already. See, that's what I, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. But, so you have to take all this to the grand saw. But, but <laughs> the, 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 the commotion of, uh, in and out of houses, the commotion of travel, the commotion of just breaking out the ordinary is is at bare minimum distracting to me. 
it's distracting to me. So like whenever we hit a season, so I mean, really, it's like the week of Thanksgiving all the way through December. It's just a blur. Like it's, and I'll tell you, normally it's actually dead when it comes to ministry. This year has, that has not been the case, but normally when Thanksgiving hits, my meetings fall off almost altogether. This year that has not been the case, but, and so I'm like, I don't, this is just a weird season. And so I'm always, I'm always like just trying everything in my power to get to January, like make it to January. And then I get to wait another 10 months before I have to do this all over again. And I also wish that we did not isolate, that we did not isolate. This is probably, this is my primary frustration with it is that, that we, that we would not isolate primary doctrines and bring them to fruition only in the four weeks of December. Like, that's problematic to me. I think it's problematic that there's one day that's a measuring stick on who you really love. Based you, upon gifts? Based upon location. Oh, that's super fair. That's super because fair. Because if it's all made up, mm-hmm. yeah, and it's all cultural. You could do it in February. Yeah, bro. Like, I mean, April. why can't we do it December 14th? I'll be yeah, at okay, your house. so it took me years to break Beth of this real life. Is that like we could we could have done like July fourth? I'll never forget a year. It was July fourth. We had done things with family July second, third, fifth, and sixth. We literally had plans for every day because those were all birthdays. And so we were gonna we were gonna get together with family. July fourth comes around, we have no plans. And Beth was like, <laughs> "What is happening in here?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused right now. We're recording a podcast inside a print shop. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then Charles came in. Charles, man, I'm so confused. <laughs> He's like, I want to come in. I don't know. Let's just wrap this one up. <laughs> Why do we have to wrap it up? I don't know. Like I said, I feel like today's the pizza party and we're just trying to fill up the seven hours. I thought we talked about good stuff. Yeah, oh, okay. I like that. I kind of like Christmas. <laughs> you kind of like what? I I think that like I think that there's a universe in which okay I love this we can He's joyfully be a be givers right like I <laughs> yeah. love hold on hold this thought hold it yeah this is why people approach him <laughs> <laughs> yes he, it's all it's all a shtick this is what he does he's, he's not whispering real, to the people come to me. It's not real. It's not real. He's scarier than the both of us. <laughs> That's not true. No, it's true. It's <laughs> true. It's true. Anyway, right, pick it back up. I there are realms in which we're more gentle than you. Let him pick it back up. When? I can name him, but I'm not doing it publicly. Name it. I'm not naming it because I'm not doing it publicly. Go ahead. Right, we'll talk Very about great. it after. Dad. <laughs> uh, I love giving gifts, and I enjoy the idea of like thinking about people who I love and what I could do for them. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think obviously that's always coupled with like the dread of like, what if I didn't get so-and-so something good enough or like what you're talking about, the anxiety. But I mean, I think that there's like a lot of redeemable qualities about, I don't know, the day and the joy and the giving of the gifts and the quality time spent with people we love and, you know, stuff like that. And I get that you don't necessarily have to do it on the day, the 25th. Right. But I don't know. I don't know. I think there's like, you have the opportunity, or I guess Christmas affords us the opportunity to do things and to say things mm-hmm. to and for people that we love that we probably don't take other times. No, and I'll I'll go here with him. I, this this is in my notes. I forgot to talk about it. I've noticed the culture saying "Happy Holidays." And I do think it's an opportunity, an inflection point, to say back, like these are work people, right? Yeah. In my mind, I'm thinking y'all can have all the happy holidays you want, but I'm gonna have a merry Christmas, and I'm saying it with intent, knowing that they want to exclude the the Christian out of it. Right, and yeah. just and it not even exist, yeah. knowing knowing that everybody celebrates it. Not everybody, but you know, if you're not lots of people, lots of people. So I I, I have taken a more forward approach of saying back Merry Christmas 
But when it gets in, when it gets inside, because this whole podcast got started with, there's been a lot of debate on churches canceling oh, yeah. service, right? Because of Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I think that's Bush League. <laughs> okay. Uh, but don't cancel Christmas out of the main reason for the season of December from the culture. You know what I'm saying? So the question is like, this is like, this is, is like a culture your, better off absent Christmas? Yeah, and I would is, say to that question, this is like, like what your, you're saying, Blake. No this way. is your like, this is like your, uh, the morals in the fifties were better. I'd be okay with going back there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like I want the church to stand up and be the church regardless of what Sunday it is because the Sunday should be encapsulated of his incarnation, his death, his burial, his resurrection, the whole shebang. We affirm. But if you're gonna have flying Santas, just don't have church. Right, bro. Or or call your what was it? Call your church an experience. <laughs> <laughs> what did I tweet? Lord's Day worship greater than uh, worship experience. Yes. Yeah. If if it's if your service is called a worship experience, I, I'm not gonna say you need to find a new church. But but he will once the recording goes on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so do you agree with Blake that there are some redeemable things when you when you get the church propped up right, consistent, ordinary and simple and we and we cling to those things. Well, I've told you already that I think that there's rede- I think there's redemption, there's redeemable aspects of the of the vast majority of things that are not innately sinful. Yeah. Like I think the 4th of July is redeemable. Yes. Right, like like I don't think it's innately worship, but I think there are things that you can be reminded of and worship for on July fourth. So, do you think the listeners are picking up that if July the fourth fell on a Sunday and church got canceled, we would think that would be wackadoodle? Like that's where we're coming from. That would be specially wackadoodle. Like, wasn't I just, it on a Sunday? Like <laughs> last year? Was it? Oh uh, yeah, it was. It was Two on. Years it ago? was on a yeah. yeah. But I just uh, I didn't come here. <laughs> Yeah, preaching somewhere else. Oh, oh, oh. oh, you were, weren't you? Yeah. I um. So like, I hear you that I think that there's probably a softening of you. of particular people. Like, I think that's real. Mm-hmm. I, I just it, it's strange to what me. What do you mean softening of particular people? I think that there are people who are going to hear and say things that would be abnormal for them at any other period of the year. Yeah, but I feel but like it's if nostal- I'm... But, it, but, I'm, but here's what I'm saying. I don't think that it's a connection to their Christianity. I think it's a connection to sentimentality or, or family. Yeah, but I'm saying I think people are getting rid of Merry Christmas as a salutation or a greeting because it's... it's, it's I mean, if I say it, like I feel like it's... Like oh don't don't put your Jesus on me. You know what I'm saying? Like I if think you say Merry Christmas. Yes. Oh yeah, I don't mean yeah. In the secular workplace, like I feel that. Yeah. Like there's something. Yeah, I'm with you. In in those large corporations that it's like oh this could be offensive to somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't say Merry Christmas to people unless they say it to me. But you're just like that's just you. That's fair. That's, that's like I mean, your, I think pretty much all of this can life. fall into just a conscience issue, but it feels weird to me to say Merry Christmas to someone. Yeah, like, I never fe- say it. It feels strange to I me. I agree with you, but I have people, when they hang up like work calls and all that around yeah. this time of year, every time it happens. Happy I, holidays. Everybody have happy holiday. And I'm like, yeah, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> you filthy animals. <laughs> and I knew right then they understood the gospel. <laughs> They're like, oh, Christmas is nice. Just spilled his Perry Perry air. I don't know. Why does that get me turned? I don't know. (laughs) Turned. I'm in a weird headspace right now. I feel like I feel like we're disorganized. Why? Did you say same? Yeah, I'm. (laughs) You look like you just woke up from a nap. My whole day has been off. (laughs) Yeah, I had roof rats. Feels like you got roof rats right now. What do you mean? In your brain, Brain roof ratty brain. Well, what do you want to accomplish? I think we we accomplished. <laughs> we set out to accomplish the fact. Okay. That Disney's trash. Done. Canceling church on Christmas. Rats is trash. are dirty animals. Done. Santa's fake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whenever people ask my son if Santa's coming to see him this year, he says no. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll be like, is Santa going to give you any presents? And he's like, no. <laughs> and we haven't even, he's just scared of like the, the man the and the suit. and the, Yeah, of course. And so he'll so be com- like, what's Santa bringing you? Nothing. <laughs> the, com- the comedy is stay out of my Rowan, house. Rowan looked at me last night before I, before I put her in bed. She said, Santa Claus is coming to see me soon. And I was like, <laughs> your grandparents. Like, that was my first thought. But, but it's like, again, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know. I just, I like that type of thing. We communicate what is real and what's not. Yeah. But if she's like, Santa Claus is coming to see me tomorrow. It's like, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, it'd be like if she was like Bluey's coming and you're like, yeah, cool. hundred percent. See him then. I love Bluey. See him yeah. then. <laughs> roof, roof. He's a dog. You know what? I don't like when dad doesn't like the podcast. Yeah, it kind of hurts. It, it does. It harshes him out. I, I'm having fun. Yeah, I, I me show too. up here <laughs> to have a conversation with two of my best friends. Right. Near Christmas. Brought chicken tenders. Yeah. It's a good day. Ate them. Ate had some, some bags of chips. Had some Reese's cups. Dark chocolate. Peanut butter cups. To Not be exact. Reese's. Talked about all of how Christmas is crazy. Mm. How is it going to translate into an organized podcast when it's so disorganized? Mm. It's all over the place. It was all planned from the beginning. It was. I spent my entire day this morning fighting roof rats. I don't want to leave this moment because the minute I leave here, I've got to go buy poison (laughs) to continue the fight. (laughs) And And yet, you're dissatisfied because of what... 250 randos. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> They're not randos. They're not. They're, They're precious people. Yeah, they are. All right. Do you have anything you want to conclude with, Lawson? I mean, we hadn't read a Bible verse yet. <laughs> we should read a Bible. <laughs> should I just read all of Romans 14? <laughs> oh, no. Please don't. No. <laughs> no. No, no, no. <laughs> we should just read Luke 2. <laughs> That's what I was thinking about. <laughs> It'll completely whitewash anything we said wrong. He'll just read it. <laughs> How about I read Philippians too? Okay. That's fair. So in conclusion, Lawson has a Bible verse. Verses. Some Bible verses. verses. Yeah. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant. Being born in the likeness of men and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that the knee of so the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Hmm. So I'd like to thank my fellow elders, Lawson Harlow and Blake McCullough for the time spent today. Fellas, you are a couple of gifts for me. My brothers and my friends, Godspeed. (laughs) You really are. I drank coffee on the road. We really? It got to. Yeah. I got to. No, it's going to cause me a bio break. Bio break? For the 20 minutes. Yeah, because that's the other How thing. If we're talking about resolutions. No. I'm resolved not to use the restroom any place other than my own But you've home. been resolved to do this forever. I thought he was yeah. going to say. Did you, hey, did you use the restroom in my house the other night? No, I've never. You've never used the restroom in my house? Nope. It's weird, dude. Wait, like in any cer- any in type any of restroom s- break? No. Yeah, I'm good with number one. Yeah, that's what I was making sure. Okay. But number two. Yeah, I get it. Julie and I were on the plane I don't coming do back from Miami. I don't want to do this. The plane I, is not the place. No. No, you take a black light to that bathroom. <laughs> the whole thing's glowing. <laughs> There's not a place that you get is the canvas weird? of normalcy. Is it weird that I had a dream last night that somebody gave me a black light? <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> This is real. So, I, I well, had a, my dream last night was somebody gave me a black light and I was in a hotel room. And it was like, and literally in my never mind. Never staying in a hotel in again. In my dream, in my dream, it was like, don't turn it on. Don't turn it on. You'll ruin, you'll All ruin right, them forever. me to my next question. That's wait, weird. Wait, wait, wait. Blake. Yeah. Is there any person in your life mm-hmm. other than your closest, mm-hmm. like 
people that live in your in your house. Yeah. What do you call that? Your yeah, whatever. What's it called? I don't know. There's a word for it. Nuclear family. Nuclear family. Nuclear. Nuclear. I always what say it George wrong. I say it wrong. That's a word that that Julian Bailey <laughs> picked out the other. There's something on your nose. That picked out the other the other day and was like, "How do you say it?" Nuclear, the mm-hmm. way it's spelled. Nuclear. <laughs> I just, please stop it. Nuclear. This man's like. Did I say it right? Like, Nuclear. <laughs> <laughs> this man says. Esca. Esca. I got that one down. It's growth. It's growth. Nuclear. 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 Her. Nuclear. Nuclear. How was I saying it? Nuclear. 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 Like nuke, N U K E. Anyways. I thought that's the way the hippies say it. That's how George Bush says it. Yeah. I don't want to do this on the podcast. Who do you. I don't want with? to do this. Who are you comfortable with? Charles, you have to cut all no, this. No, you don't. This is not. I think this it's just is like not. This is real talk. Family and friends who have become like family. I think there's two things. Wake up from this dream. That's two things that I had to clear the air with Julian. on. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I have sweaty like hands. I have sweaty hands and I have no gallbladder. Yeah, I hear you. And those two things. like That's real. You have your gallbladder, don't you? I have sweaty hands. Oh. My wife doesn't have a gallbladder. Congrats. Yeah. Yeah, congrats. 